Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Badlands podcast, the only podcast out there that is 100% chiseled and is proudly part to be on the Chairshot Radio Network. Nearly messed it up there, but I've recovered like the professional that I am. I no am, one would have uh, noticed. Well, they, they certainly won't notice if I edit that little bit out as well, but I won't. <laughs> but yeah, I am Mags, and uh, with me uh, again this week, uh, the rain counter himself, Mr. Paul Talley. Paul, how are you, sir? I'm feeling fantastic. Don't know, don't know why. Just, just do. I'm not going to complain about it. How about you? Yeah, I mean, you're looking all, all fresh and, uh, and yeah, ready for the, the topic. Yeah, I've had a, a haircut for the occasion. Very Triple H esque. Very Triple H esque. Unfortunately, uh, the, the third wheel of this show, Mr. Ray Cash, can't be here again. Uh, he's got a, a, a prior work event. Uh, so, unfortunately, we, we can't get his feedback on last week's episode. But just know it got a little bit sparty in our little group chat. and uh, uh, Just a bit. I think, I think Ray should be on here to defend his position on on uh on Triple H and, and Stephanie McMahon. But we'll hear from him uh, hopefully next week uh, when yeah, he let, returns. Let's just say that he he vehemently disagreed with our take on what would <laughs> what would happen if Triple H did marry we, Stephanie McMahon. 
with a passion. And that's exactly why we love him, because he has that passion. Uh, and he he tells us when we're talking out of out of our houses. So yeah, it's it's brilliant that he does that. So hopefully we'll hear those uh we'll hear those uh comments next week. Um but getting on to this week's episode, you posed a, a, a pretty interesting um, topic. So essentially it was, what if there was no uh, faction called the Four Horsewomen? And you added a little caveat as well about uh, about Paige maybe not getting injured and, and being able to, to uh, carry on her career. How did you find um, um, researching this topic and, and, and the kind of mindset that you, you, you went down with your 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 spider diagrams and all that palaver. Yeah, it, I, I don't think I can really call it a spider diagram this this week. It, it, it very quickly lost the form of a spider, and I, I don't know. It's more more of a matrix diagram, I'd say this week. Um, right, so we'll see. It, we'll see how that goes when I get into it. I realised I I didn't need to make that um that little asterisk because of course uh, unintentionally, but it was it was Sasha that injured um Paige. Mm-hmm. Uh, and ultimately ended her career. Um, so if if Sasha didn't exist, then uh, Paige wouldn't have got injured. So I, I didn't need to. I didn't need to specify that. I could have been clever. Well, um, you added it anyway. So I did it anyway. Um, um, I enjoyed the, I did enjoy researching it, but the problem is, as you well know, I never watched NXT, mm-hmm. um, which is a bit of a problem when you're <laughs> looking back. When you're looking back at kind of the origins of these four particular ladies so uh, i set myself a bit of a challenge but i enjoyed looking into it mm-hmm. how about yourself how did, how did it go for you i really struggled i i honestly i did really did um it took me a while to 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 really get into my mindset about this um because i'm the way that the question was framed it could be for me taken in in a number of ways but the main ones was that if they're essentially if these wrestlers never existed or if the group that they they created or what was created around them never existed uh for me i went the second route so the wrestlers still ended up being uh being uh in the business but they didn't have this kind of informal group of, of the four horsewomen but seeing as it's your topic um let's uh let's hear your thoughts let you take the lead Okay, well, we we got a very different um, takes on this one then, because i mm-hmm. i took I took it that the four of them never got into wrestling. So okay. um, this will be, be interesting. In fact, before you start, um, I might as well do what I've I've started doing over the last few weeks and give a little bit of a, uh, an intro uh, in, into who the force uh, the four horse women are. Now, obviously, uh, if you are any kind of wrestling fan, you know who these these four women are. Uh, so we're talking Charlotte Flair talking Becky Lynch, uh, we're talking Sasha Banks, and we're talking uh, Bailey. Now, I'm not going to go through all of their their uh, careers and how they got into wrestling, but I, what I wanted to do was give a little bit of a comparison of uh, some of the, the things they've achieved uh, whilst being part of the company. Um, so with uh, Becky Lynch, she's uh, a two-times Raw Women's Champion, a four-times SmackDown uh, Women's Champion. She's the only simultaneous Raw and SmackDown uh, Women's Champion in history. She was the 2019 uh, Royal Rumble winner. And and in uh, the period of uh, 2018, 2019, and and going into 2020, she was arguably the biggest name in in professional wrestling. She won multiple Wrestler of the Year awards. Her face was absolutely everywhere. She was essentially the face of the biggest wrestling company in the world. 
Um, so then Charlotte Flair. Um, Paul clearly has a massive bias toward towards her, but she's an incredibly talented wrestler in her own right. She's a two-time NXT Women's Champion, the first, uh, uh, one time and the final ever Divas Champion, the first ever uh, and also record number uh, holder of the Raw Women's Champion. Uh, she also is the record um, reigning um, SmackDown Women's Champion. Six six times she's had both those titles. So that's just absolutely phenomenal. She won the 2020 uh, Royal Rumble, uh, and she's also a Women's Triple Crown and Grand Slam Champion. Uh, getting into the boss, Sasha Banks, another uh, NXT Women's Champion. She's also five times Raw Women's Champion, a one-time SmackDown Women's Champion a two-time uh, women's tag team champion, and a, again, kind of like um, Charlotte Flair. She's a, a, a triple crown and Grand Slam champion. And then the hugger, Bailey. Um, she's a one-time NXT women's champion, a one-time Raw women's champion, a two-time SmackDown women's champion, a two-time women's tag team champion, and she was actually the first ever uh, women's triple crown and the first ever women's Grand Slam champion. So, these four four ladies are among the most decorated, um, not even just female wrestlers, but wrestlers in currently in the working in WWE today. Just phenomenal what they've been able to achieve. Absolutely, thirty-two world titles between them. If you, if you count the NXT world as a world title as well, mm-hmm. thirty-two between four of them. That's crazy. It is. It's 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 phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. Uh, but yeah, um, like I said, you take the wheel, sir. Give us uh, give us your thoughts and opinions on on this. All right then. Well, obviously, I just said it there. Thirty two world titles. So you have to immediately say that if uh, if those four don't exist, those thirty two titles immediately get dispersed out among a, a group of of talented uh, women's wrestlers who really, if they if they got a look in, it was very very brief. Um, and for mm-hmm. some of them didn't didn't, didn't get looking at all. So, um, and, and I'm, straight away, I'm going to add the add the uh, just to clarify that I think those four are the best women's wrestlers in uh, in in WWE. So I'm not saying I'm not saying that these this this list of wrestlers that that, uh, that were below them were deserving to to were being held back in any way. But I'm just saying if those four didn't exist, then the other wrestlers who have all excellent would we, we get a looking as well. So you're talking talking Ember Moon, uh Shayna Baszler, Ky- Kyrie Sane, Io Shirai, Nia Jax, Naomi, a Ruby Riot, I think I think you'd see a selection of them win a few world titles along the way. Are you accusing the four horsewomen of of clinging onto their spots? Yeah, yeah I am <laughs> <laughs> um this is the NWO, brother. <laughs> <laughs> well, right, rightly so. I mean, I get Becky went away for a year to mm-hmm. on, on maternity leave, so they, you know, there was opportunity there. And when you when you read out the world titles, you know, it's thirty two between them. But Bailey, Bailey, lacking in in world titles there. I was actually surprised when when I looked it up how far behind the other she is. Mm-hmm. Um. I, th- I think the difference with Bale is are uh, that her title runs tend to be longer. I mean, Sasha yeah. 
she was notorious for not being able to defend a title, uh, having really short reigns. Uh, Charlotte, uh, while she's got the, the most amount of reigns, she's also got the most amount of title losses. Um, she's a really kind of a, um, a, the type of wrestler that if you win a title from her, it means a lot because of just the gravitas of her. And and, and Becky's, Becky's a, almost like a, a, a an anomaly, I suppose, because, she was. She always felt like the the. And I, this is going to be horrible to sound, but the the least four horse woman of the group. Um, not saying that she wasn't a talented wrestler at all, but the the one who kind of struggled to get uh, the, her own character, uh, kind of a struggle to to get um, to get the fans behind her. And it was only when the man thing happened. The the fan that erupted that really and and the majority of her, her title uh, wins have come from the back of that. Yeah, absolutely. She, she I think she was behind yeah behind the pack in terms of popularity and in terms of as you say character development. And until um and I can't remember when it happened, but when she when she turned on Charlotte, Charlotte won the triple threat match, didn't she? Uh, that mm-hmm. herself and Becky was in, and then Becky snapped after the match. I feel like it was a SummerSlam, but I can't be sure. Um, and yeah, yeah, then she went on to be the man. She got her face broken and the rest is history. Mm-hmm. I think she's probably coming from a bit of a disadvantage as well, because I do I do genuinely believe that WWE favor Americans, American talent. Um being Irish, I think she's on the she's she was on the back foot from the start. But um she, but she, she overcome that, and as you, as you say, she's prob- probably the, well, one of the easily one of the biggest faces in the company now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I got, a, I got a few um, quick fire. What would happen? What wouldn't happen? And then a few more detailed ones, uh, because they're so. They, you know, they pretty much those four are the the core of the women's evolution. Mm-hmm. or certainly they were there for, for all the key points and it was them just kind of setting NXT alight and then their um their progress on the main roster that really lit a torch under the women's evolution I think so I got the thinking about which parts which parts of the women's evolution do and don't happen if they don't have that talented bunch to to kind of pin it on um so the first one I thought about was was evolution itself, the pay per view. Mm-hmm. I think that still happens, okay, even even without them. Because um, I, I think evolution evolution really was as 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 well as as well as um, perfectly timed with 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 the growth of those four and and bringing Ronda in as well, which I get to later. I think it was also a you know. A, a, a bit of a reaction to kind of global movements in in terms of equality and uh, and the like obviously it, there's, there's been some big movements over time and there was one of the major reasons for evolution was the Saudi, the first saudi show where which was men only wasn't it <laughs> it was um, yeah. so evolution i think happened on that same weekend or a few weekends after it was very close in time anyway, wasn't it? Yeah, it was close. But I, I don't yeah. know if it happened the exact week. It may have been the week after, I think. So I, I think evolution still happens. Um, I mean, we've discussed it before, actually. It wasn't it wasn't a great success, was it? 
Um, in terms of what it stood for, it was, but and it, critically, it, it it got plaudits. Uh, yeah. Financially, it was it was a flop. It, yeah. There's no two ways about it. One of the least watched pay per views in in company history, yeah. which is which is a shame. It really is a shame. So, but I, I think all that still happens, and it, and clearly, it it still doesn't do well in terms of viewers. But um, I, I think it happens. Ronda Rousey. Now, I wonder. I wonder if, if the four horsewomen women don't exist, because obviously they've got their, you can fill me in more on this, but there's the four horsewomen of MMA as well, isn't there? There is, yeah. So there was always that, is always that link there and always those rumours there that were that were always always played on, even though I, I don't think it ever came to fruition, did it? Um, it, it, it didn't. Uh, there were teasers of it, um, yeah. but we never got anywhere near what we could have had. Uh, with a four horsewoman versus four horsewoman. Yep. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. So I do I do wonder if Ronda Rousey in the WWE actually happens. And I'm really split on this because we know Ronda was a massive WWE fan and she always kind of made plays that she wanted to appear in the WWE and perhaps try her hand at, at wrestling. But I think if the four horsewomen don't exist, then there's not there's not that immediate link to the four horsewomen of MMA. There's not that there's not that um big clamor around the women's wrestling that happened because because of Charlotte Becky and and uh, Sasha and Bailey. So perhaps Vince doesn't click that actually I could bring Ronda Rousey in and play play her off against these and that'll be fantastic. Um so I I think I'm I think I think what I ultimately settled on was Ronda Rousey actually come actually appears once. Okay. Just for that showpiece Triple H Stephanie Ronda yeah. Kurt match. 
the uh, the one that, that was essentially built on WrestleMania. I think it was thirty one. Yes. Yeah. Um, match that was my match of the night um, of, of that particular WrestleMania. I really I really enjoyed that match. Um, yeah, but I, I just don't I don't see Ronda Rousey. Uh, I mean, what did she do in WWE? A year, wasn't it? Anyway. It was almost a year to the day, I think. Yeah. Almost a year, yeah. I don't, I don't think she, I don't think she even does a year. I think, she, I think she does one, one show maximum, mm-hmm. like a one and done. Yeah. Um, and then the other, the other quick fire, kind of women's evolution thing that I don't think happens is the tag team championships. Don't think they've got the roster depth there, um, and it, they, they barely use them anyway. So. If, if they've not got the four horse women, I don't I don't think they would they would bother launching the, the tag team championships. So who would they build the division round in their absence? So I'm gonna go down the route that women's the women's evolution still happens be, uh, again because of kind of societal change and, and, and stuff like that. So who would they who would they uh throw their weight behind instead of those four. Okay. And the way I looked at it is I picked a direct replacement for each horsewoman. Interesting. Yep. Okay. So I just missed I told I told you my spider yeah, there, there's the there's the rest of the notes. So on the back of the spider diagram. I told you <laughs> I told you I got a control this time. So we go back to Stephanie McMahon. Uh, in July 2015, she calls for a women's revolution. Yeah. And she in- introduces Charlotte, Becky, and Sasha. Interestingly, not Bailey, who um, who've obviously we know have been tearing it up on NXT in the in the in the pre- in the previous years. Um, so Stephanie obviously doesn't introduce Charlotte, Becky, and Sasha at this point. Who would she introduce instead? So I went back. As I said to you in the pre-show, uh, the, the I wasn't watching NXT at the time, so I had to go look at the cards who was around at that time. I came up with a selection of Dana Brooke, Emma, and Carmella. So at that point, I think it's not credible. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I think that announcement doesn't happen at wow. that point. I think that doesn't happen at that point. It feels like if you ordered four horsewomen off Wish, yeah, that's what you'd get. <laughs> so unless anyone else was knocking about NXT at the time, I'm not sure on the timeline of Asuka, but Asuka's a bit of an, an outlier anyway. She's a bit mm-hmm. of a unique talent. I think, I think both Asuka and Alexa Bliss, I think their careers pretty much stay the same. They've okay. they've they've been heavily featured throughout, despite the four horsewomen. They've had title reigns. Asuka's had significant title reigns. Um, Alexa goes on to do a fiend thing. So I don't think they go into those one of those four slots. I think they they have the careers they had or they are having. Um, so the next thing, next thing I looked at was I cycled forward about a year to the triple threat at WrestleMania 32. So really, probably the, the first massive match of the women's evolution on the main roster. So that was um, uh, I did, I did, uh, was Charlotte, Charlotte, Becky, Sasha, wasn't it? Um, was it not Charlotte, Becky, Ronda? 
No, no, no. That was the that was the WrestleMania. That's thirty five, isn't it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So WrestleMania, thir- WrestleMania thirty. Yeah. I think WrestleMania thirty two was for the for the for the when the the Divas title had been renamed, renamed hadn't it? Yeah. So it was the it was the match for the the first women's title. Mm-hmm. Um. So again, removing those three, look lower down the card. There's a match there: Total Divas versus Team Bad. Team BAD, mm-hmm. and within there, you've got. I've I've picked my I've picked my three that would be promoted to that triple threat match. So I've got Paige, who who I conveniently placed my asterisks for earlier, and she's not injured at this point either. I'm sticking with Emma. So okay. um, from earlier, weren't they on opposite sides? Well, yeah, but all that is. <laughs> that goes out the window. <laughs> yeah, that goes out the window. We're rewriting a whole timeline, yeah. And Naomi. <laughs> so also in that match, you had Alicia Fox. I think Alicia Fox was never going to be a, to- a, a top person. She'd been around for ages, and uh, and she's very talented. I I really enjoyed her as well. I think she was hilarious, but she wasn't going to be a top talent. Brie Bella, who already was, obviously. Eva Marie, Natalia, again, stalwart for a long time. Lana, Summer Rae. And Tamina were also in that match. So I, p- I picked Paige, Emma, and Naomi. Okay. Um, and then two of those go on to become two of my new horsewomen. So without further ado, <laughs> first, firstly, Emma Emma becomes the Charlotte character. The queen. Really? The queen. The queen dominant so i'm thinking the emma or the tenille dashwood if you like with the shades the seriousness not the weird funky dancing thing that's clearly not compatible with charlotte but yeah the dominant resolute you know uh shall we say should we should we say the stereotypical wwe not diva look wwe women's look if you like okay um yeah. but also, also very talented with it um then we go for the replacement for Becky. So again, just across the pond, not not Irish, but 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 English. We'll have Paige in that one because um, she's she's not kind of as we said about Becky. She's not really from that kind of cookie cutter mold, is she? She's a, she has something about her. She's a bit of a bit of a more of a brawler, a bit. Of, um, a very unique. Uh, you, yeah, you're absolutely right. We've been saying about not being cookie cutter. She, she, she doesn't get the the praise that she deserves for for changing the views of women's wrestling. I don't think. No, definitely not. Definitely not. I mean, she 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 preempted what what we what we understand as the evolution when she debuted from NXT as the NXT champion and yeah. beat AJ Lee, who'd been champion at that point for over a year, I believe. Or it was or it just turned a year. So um that was a huge moment in, in, in the evolution. Then we go over to Bailey's replacement. So I'm thinking Bailey's original character, a bit of an underdog, a complete fan favourite, who then undertakes quite a significant heel turn and and and, and could could easily become hated. I put Naomi in that spot. Okay. I mean, I don't know how there's any way anybody could hate Naomi. I think she's absolutely amazing. Well, it's, it's quite, if she just stripped away all the glow and stuff, plain, plain kind of I'd, slack I attire. Would still, I would still stand 
for Neil. <laughs> it's exactly the same as Bailey, though, isn't it? it <laughs> Bailey, like Bailey stabbing the, the inflatable mm-hmm. men. If Naomi just says exactly the same as Bailey, you, you know, yeah. how can I be? How can I be respected when I'm doing all this? And yeah. to, your, to fan, fair, your fans it, aren't worth it. Yeah. To be fair, it took me a, a while to to accept a heel Bailey because she was so synonymous with with the hugger and the uh, the the, the fan friendly character that when she she did the complete one eighty, yeah, it was a uh, it was hard to get into. Yeah, but I I, I always. I, I always think one of the best ways to turn heel is is just is just starve fans of the thing they love about you. So, mm-hmm. so Bailey was absolutely perfect. Just throwing all that away um, was a great heel turn. I f- think uh, when um, Dolph Ziggler took away his music, I think that was that was a brilliant brilliant way to to turn heel. People 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 one of the things people loved about Dolph Ziggler was his music. Mm-hmm. Um, Shinsuke did it as well. Shinsuke sabotages music by putting lyrics in it. By putting lyrics, and <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think that's a good way to turn heel. And I've, I do think Naomi would have that potential because the, the glow is such a it, mm-hmm. it is such a fan favorite thing. Mm-hmm. She just if she just threw that all that away, then yeah, uh, it it'd be, be a good heel turn. So then we come to come to Sasha. Um, if you like, you know. Quite, quite glamorous. Um, Sasha, great technical prowess. Um, I put in this slot. She comes a bit later, but I go for Diona. Diona, I can't say her name. Parazzo. Oh yeah, that's a great pick. The virtuoso. The virtuoso. We, I mean, we see from Impact how 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 brilliant she is. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she could fit. She could fill the Sasha role. Um, so there's there's my horsewomen. I I. Settled on Emma, Stroke to Neil Dashwood, Paige, Diona Parazza, and Naomi. So, so essentially, you've you've kind of answered the the second caveat to to the question you posed about what would happen uh, if Paige didn't get injured. And like I said, Sasha uh, was uh, inadvertently involved in 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 essentially ending Paige's in ring career, and with no with no Sasha involved. Perhaps Paige goes on to, to to carry on as a wrestler, but I think we'll get we'll get more into the Paige situation a little bit later because I've uh, I've done um, a little bit of a piece about Paige. But um, if you're happy uh, for me to to kind of delve into to my thoughts, I think I've got one more. Okay, a fifth horsewoman. I mean, um, totally going against the whole point of the horse, <laughs> the horsemen, horsewomen. Okay, maybe maybe I'm not maybe, maybe an not alternate, a, a substitute, a sub maybe a substitute. Maybe if uh, if the the owner or Emma doesn't work out, or just acknowledging that 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 quartet is, I think, weaker than that than the than the real horsewomen. I think WWE would have made more of an effort to sign Tessa Blanchard after really? the after the May Young Classic. Um, so I think te- I think Tessa Blanchard would have would have came into WWE and and probably done very well for herself. Yeah, and and there's there's absolutely no doubts that Tessa is an amazingly talented wrestler. Um, got some sketchy views and uh, and opinions, and uh, has done some pretty horrible things. But if you if you kind of decomp- decompartmentalize that, 
yeah, she would have uh, she would have fitted in well with that kind of uh, work rate style of, of wrestling that uh, the rest of your new four horsewomen uh, have, have got. Yeah, for sure. Uh, the, the one thing I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't make it work. I really wanted to, but the timelines don't. The timelines don't work. Uh, real life events don't work. You know me. I really wanted Caitlin to be one of the horsewomen. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> <It> just did. <laughs> no, yeah, that that's a bridge too far. It, even for me, it turned out to be a bridge too far. I was thinking, if I'm taking Charlotte out, I got to put my other fave in, but I couldn't. Yeah, you can't. I mean, I like maybe, she'll, maybe she'll be in this weekend's Royal Rumble. Who knows? Oh, I would love that. That'd be a pop. A one one solitary pop in the, in the <laughs> middle of England, and everyone just just crickets and and tumbleweeds everywhere else, and just one loud Welsh voice in the middle of England. <laughs> she might be able to hear it. Yeah, um, but yeah, some interesting points there. Um, we've we've come to some similarities in in the uh in some of the 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 kind of takeaways uh one major difference uh in 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 how i've uh approached it um but yeah as i said i really kind of struggled to to get going with this one normally uh when i start doing the the research and getting into into tapping out my notes and things like that it, it kind of flows i get on a on a, a mindset and it, and the 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 garbage just flows out of my fingers, upsets Ray quite clearly. Uh, but that's how it is with this one. I struggled to 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 get started because I couldn't shake one particular kind of mindset. But I will get into that. Uh, anyway, the what I uh, I ended up really kind of delving into was a, an article um, from ESPN. They they did a, an interview with all four of the the horsewomen. Uh, around the time that uh, they were having the the fatal four way match at uh, MSG uh, in in uh, 2019, uh, I think it was the first time that they'd actually been um, all all in the same match um, since since that that um, the NXT um, match or or maybe they'd been in one in, in the Survivor Series the year after, but it'd been like three or four years since they'd actually all been involved in in a single match. Uh, so it was like a sit-down interview with with all four of them, uh, and they started kind of like delving into the history of of uh, of uh, how the 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 girls got together, uh, and it, it just it just absolutely sucked me. In. I've never read this article before, and it was a uh, really interesting. So I want to give like some some kind of takeaways from from that article. Um, so the first two of uh, the four horsewomen that actually met was Sasha and Charlotte. Uh, they uh, they were told in in a in a training camp to lock up the the the, the head coach. Then was uh, uh, Sarah Del Rey, who I think is still uh, high up in the in the NXT's uh, coaching system now. Uh, and uh, both uh, uh, Charlotte and Sasha uh, and even Sarah said they could feel like a, an instant chemistry, uh, even though they'd never worked together, never really kind of uh, knew each other before uh, this training session. Uh, they could tell that. There was there was certainly uh, magic there that could could be made in the ring. They just worked together so well. Uh, Bailey then uh, joined the group next. Uh, she had a, a, a tryout match with Sasha, and and, and Bailey uh, commented about how Sarah Del Rey emptied the the gym. She she 
she essentially kicked everybody out and she just wanted uh, Bailey and Sasha to, to have a match. Now, they had never, ever met before, first time locking eyes on each other, and they essentially had to uh, book this match on the fly, no time to plan or rehearse. And again, kind of like uh, Sasha and Charlotte, uh, both uh, Bailey and, and Sasha said it was instant chemistry. Um, so um, that was that was an ominous sign for the rest of the roster, wasn't it? A, a glimpse into the future. You, yeah, you lot exactly. fuck off. I found my, I found my yeah. two. <laughs> Go on, <laughs> but not welcome. Um, so yeah, um, so Bailey goes on to talk about how. Uh, uh, Charlotte and Paige actually took took her under their wing, uh, essentially uh, like introducing her to the rest of the locker room, uh, and she she made a note that Charlotte even back then was kind of like the the mum or or like the unofficial leader of the of the women's locker room. She had that kind of presence about her. And the last one to join, obviously, if uh, we've spoke about all the other three, was actually Becca. Uh, and she'd been out of wrestling for about six years before she uh, she actually came to uh, to NXT uh, in a in a, a match. She had a severe head injury and she damaged uh, one of her cranial nerves. So that's a nerve uh, from the brain which controls uh, motor function. This one, I think, was specifically controlled that uh, uh, sound and processing of sound. So she she was out of wrestling for about six years. Uh, and all of the all of the girls kind of like made a comment on how she came into the group, and uh, there was a lot of ring rust there. Uh, but she had this uh, kind of tenacity and competitiveness that um, she didn't want to get left behind, and and kind of being in this this little clique of of, uh, of of four women, it kind of made them all raise the the the, the game because. Um, it's like iron sharpening iron kind of thing, where they were just all getting better and better. So they start talking about that the the first being kind of called the Force Women, and and they they mentioned the Fatal Four Way at Takeover Rival. I think that was in February of 2015. Uh, this was one of the first times all four had been in the ring together, uh, and they knew that um, that. This had the potential to be something special after after that match. Uh, the the chemistry between all four of them just shone through, uh, and then they did a, a photo shoot uh, in the in the weeks after this, where uh, they threw up the the four horsemen hand signature just as a, a throwaway gesture, just to make a a, a photo for for the for the girls to to kind of cherish. But that got a lot of traction, uh, and it actually led to the group being unofficially called the Four Horsewomen backstage. Uh, and Charlotte actually uh, gives a little bit more detail, and she she says, and I quote: "It was one of the first NXT traveling shows when we had left Florida. NXT was going out of state, and we had a uh, a fatal four way at a non televised event, a house show, uh, and that's when we were first called the Four Horsewomen. It wasn't like." Uh, we were calling ourselves this. It was somebody called it us, uh, and we just we just loved it straight away. Uh, and she said, and I hate to use the word organic, but it, that's exactly what it was. It was very organic. Um, she said, I just remember uh, being interviewed and the photo shoot and us four uh, backstage. So I actually had a look on cage match to see if I could pinpoint when this match was, when they first were called the Four Horsewomen. And the only... Um, Fatal Four Way in NXT that was not in Florida was actually in Philadelphia, May the fifteenth, in a house show, 
uh, and then I, I, I read further into the interview and Becky Lynch saved me a job because she says it's like at this show. So I went rooted on Kev <laughs> for absolutely nothing. That's annoying. Yeah. Um, so this kind of led me down the the, the pathway that, that I initially wanted to, to go with. Uh, you went with the, the fact that these women never wrestled at all. I kind of uh, went with the mindset that they did wrestle but they just weren't a group called the Four Horsewomen. Uh, and then going down that kind of uh, that kind of pathway, it, it actually became really hard to, to ascertain how different the wrestling landscape would be. Um, because the issue I, I, I was having was uh, even if these uh, if these talented wrestlers didn't create this this faction. Um, whether that was by uh, WWE, NXT, or or whoever, um, they're still amazingly talented wrestlers. And if they're in the WWE system, I can't see a way that they don't become huge names in, in wrestling. I don't see a way that they don't become stars in the WWE. The the chemistry that they had with the matches, the 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 looks they had, the the the, the character work, it was all there. They were all stars. I mean, yeah. it's very rare uh, that you actually look at them as a group of the four horsewomen. They're all stars in their own right. It's just that they are together as a group, um, uh, more in name than anything. Yeah. So, I, I mean, you said you said it yourself earlier. Um, very much a case of iron sharpening iron. So if they, if they don't, if 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 um, sorry, who is it? Sarah Del Rey. So mm-hmm. if, if Sarah Del Rey doesn't throw them together, and they don't, they they don't have those opportunities to kind of become the four horsewomen group. Do, does that does them essentially making each other better and 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 kind of all ships kind of rising together does that not happen and if that was the case does one or two of them maybe not make it to the to the top because as we said right at the start it's it's not just they're at the top of the main roster they are they've had a asker aside they've had a monopoly on the world championships mm-hmm. for a, a long time now what five is must be five years or so Longer, it's seven years since the seven years started in in, yeah. in NXT. And, so, and, so, 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 do, do, do you think all all four of them reach that point we're talking about? Okay, uh, I, I I contemplated this, and um, my opinion is that they still become huge stars. Um, I, I w- even if they aren't in a, a, an informal group it's very, very likely that these women still had time to wrestle each other. Uh, the roster in NXT wasn't um, big enough that these would avoid each other. Um, so people would still recognise the the chemistry that they had together in terms of wrestling and just m- maybe not um, inextricably link them together as a group. So I, I do think that they would st- we'd still have seen the Be- uh, Becky versus Charlotte. We would still seen uh, Sasha versus Balian. All four of them kind of uh, intermix uh, with each other. I don't think that they go up uh, as a group uh, in terms of uh, the the main roster. I mean, obviously, we know that Bailey 
came up uh, around a year later. Uh, but I don't think that they go up as a, as a group. Um, but I think when these four wrestlers are, are wrestling each other, they're still able to kind of uh, improve, even if they're not uh, essentially living in each other's pockets. Um, and so I do think they become stars, but I don't think they become um, champions in the in the way um, that, that that have done, like you said, monopolizing. Um, so essentially, I'm go- I'm copying out uh, for the first time I think in 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 the history of Badlands. I'm taking the the easy the easy answer. Um, I think that they are they do all become huge stars. I think they they still are pivotal in that women's uh, wrestling revolution because they changed uh, how WWE looked at wrestling. And, and if you delve deeper into into the the article, um, there's a um, there's a moment where um, they they ask about uh, what they think the legacy of uh, of um, the four horsewomen. Uh, was uh, and all of them kind of say that before the force women came along, women's wrestling got three five minute matches. Uh, it, they were essentially fodder filler matches almost. Uh, when when the they started to bring up the the force women, that's when we started to see 10, 15, 20 minute half hour matches uh, with these women and. Um, they changed the way that women's wrestling were looked at. Uh, and then uh, Sasha Banks uh, makes a, a, a really good comment. She talked about um, before the Four Horsewomen were, became a thing, um, they were told to train like divas. Uh, but she said nobody ever explained to, to anybody what a diva actually trains like. Uh, so these girls trained like wrestlers. They said, we trained the best that we knew to to, to put on the best show and to be uh, put on a better show than the, than we did last time. Um, so it's, uh, it's, it's interesting that even if they didn't become a formal group, I still think that they they competitively push each other to be better wrestlers. Um, so yeah, that's, that's the kind of mindset that I went down, but I did have a few kind of, uh, um, exceptions to how the timeline would go. Like I said, I think they still all go on to be multiple time champions. Um, I don't think they have the monopoly that that, that we see now. Uh, I do think there's other, other wrestlers uh, in that mix. But I've got three uh, points that I think uh, may be big changes to how the, the timeline goes. So number one, uh, I agree with you on Ronda Rousey coming into the company as a wrestler. I still think we see uh, um, and the four horsewomen at SummerSlam uh, in 2014. I still think we get the the uh, the, the play with uh, Triple H and, and Steph at WrestleMania 31. Um, but I don't think she crosses over to become a wrestler. I think it's more of a one slash two and done kind of like celebrity thing that we see with WWE. Yeah, so we agree on that one then. The the one that we don't agree on totally, and I. I I really don't think it happens. I don't think we see uh, a women's only pay-per-view in evolution. Uh, And it's for the reasons that that I said about um, how Sasha and and Charlotte um, saw that WWE only gave women's wrestling three to five minutes. I think if you don't, if they don't come up as a a group to, to kind of change how women's wrestling is looked at, we don't see that push for a, 
uh, a women's revolution. We don't see Steph claiming she's championing uh, women's wrestling. Um, we see improvements in women's wrestling. Uh, we see him getting more time and more matches, but I don't think we see a total kind of women-only pay-per-view uh, like we got with with Evolution. Okay, even even with the even with the kind of the pressure factors that actually resulted in that in in that pay-per-view, you think think WWE just after all the the backlash from the Saudi show, they just well, they just they just take the backlash. I mean, it's not it's not unlike them to I mean, <laughs> to, to they, just take they, backlash. They've proven over the last couple of years that backlash means absolutely nothing to them, no. um, and I think people um, kind of underestimate just how influential having Ronda Rousey in the company was to pushing that that uh, that women uh, first rhetoric. And if we yeah, don't have right. Ronda, if we don't have Ronda Rousey in the company. Evolution does. I just don't think evolution happens. I'm she really didn't. She did main event evolution. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I mean, it was against a Bella. I mean, it's not exactly amazing, but I don't think because she was the, as as good as Becky, Charlotte, Bailey, and Sasha are. She was the fulcrum to getting mainstream popularity for women's wrestling in WWE. She was the big name that that brought us. I think. Yeah, absolutely, and and, and that mainstream exposure. Um, we start start seeing the articles in uh, in just like normal newspapers and stuff. That's when, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so I guess in that respect, I mean, I I had it written down, but I didn't actually say it. The the, the WrestleMania 35 main event doesn't happen, does it? So third point, and this is so we've gone uh, two out of three. That's not too bad. Yeah. Uh, so with Ronda not being a wrestler, Charlotte and Becky do not headline WrestleMania 35. Seth Rollins and Brock Lesnar headline WrestleMania 35. They certainly have a, a longer match than the the two minutes or whatever it was for the for the opener. They opened, um, didn't they? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because Brock said if he wasn't going on uh, last, he wanted to get out there and go on first. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think they headline. Um, I, I I think that perhaps they would headline further down the line um, because they. The women's revolution was still coming in my eyes. I think uh, these women were too talented to be overlooked. They were building up too much uh, fan uh, support for for WWE to to kind of uh, uh, brush under the carpet. So I do think uh, women's wrestling improves because these four women come to to the main roster. But uh, as a group, I think if they didn't come as the four horsewomen, it takes a lot longer for that to happen. Yeah, because they they lose that kind of collective bargaining power, don't they? Because mm-hmm. it was it was Sasha and Bailey. I, I I think I'm right. I think they they were the major drivers for the tag team championships. Yeah, yeah. They uh they they were the two that kept going on about launching tag team championships. So mm-hmm. yeah, like I said, collective bargaining power. Uh, it, they became impossible to ignore. Yeah. So yeah, that's essentially my my viewpoints on on. Uh, what would happen if the the four horsewomen uh, weren't a group? This is your boy Kenny Killer telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com.
but you did pause uh, a second question, uh, and you've kind of answered yours with a little bit with uh, with um, with Paige essentially being part of your force women. Yeah. Um, do you have any more to kind of expand on that, or do you just want me to go into my uh, wacky theory? Um, well, I, th- I think I think Paige, yeah, Paige be Paige becomes one of those. Horsewomen, they might not be called the horsewomen, but you know, she becomes yeah. one of the the top the top four. Um, I see her well, much as like I did that silly thing where I, where I said Emma becomes Charlotte and Paige becomes Becky. It's not quite not quite as straightforward as that, but I I would see Paige and Emma being the uh, being the the big feud. That, that run that runs for years. Um, just be just be just because, like, like I said, um, Emma did have that. Emma did have that typical WWE look, even though she was a very. I'd say she was. She is a very good wrestler, um, and very very talented. She's not. She she's not a, a diva, but she does. She's got that look, if you know what I mean. Paige, obviously, her big thing was the anti diva. I look very different. I don't care. This is how women's wrestling looks now. So I, I, I could just see them two clashing over over, over the years, and uh, I, I guess on the on the other side, then you've got got Diona, Diona and uh, Naomi. But yeah, that's that's what I would see for Paige, and I do think of the four, Paige would be the leader, the leader, the the most multiple time champion. Okay, um, I mean, she sense. did, yeah, and she. She, I mean, on the others, she on on anyone really. If she stayed fit, she's got like ten years more experience than most people because she's been she's been wrestling since she's like seven or eight or something stupid. A, a little bit older than that. I mean, so um, um, I'll I'll give a little bit of backstory. So um, Soraya Jade Beavis uh, is an actual uh, a given name. Um, She's, I think she's currently an ambassador for, for WWE, but she's an, a, as of now a retired wrestler. Um, first ever women's uh, NXT champion, uh, two time Divas champion, youngest ever Divas champion. She's the only person to hold the Divas and the NXT uh, title simultaneously. Um, she actually started wrestling at 13, 13 years old, which is ridiculous for a, for a dad's pro- uh, promotion. For WAW, yeah, based out of Norwich. Yeah, uh, she signed for WWE uh, at 19, just turned 19. Uh, she'd actually tried out at, at 18, but was uh, passed on and then tried again at 19. She was uh, diagnosed with scoliosis at really early into her, her tenure uh, with WWE, which uh, for people who don't know, scoliosis is essentially uh, a curvature of the spine. So her spine isn't straight, and it was actually noticed by by one of the trainers that um, that she, when she stood up straight, you could see a pronounced curve in in the span. Uh, so she had that to deal with. Um, she had the obviously the career ending injury uh, with uh, with the match with involving Sasha. And in her personal life, she's been through the mill. She's uh, she's had uh, um, really uh, deep um, personal demons, wellness policy violations abusive relationships, um, issues with uh, with arrests, leaked um, private photos and videos, um, which which led her into a, a massive spiral into depression. And she's, uh, she's talked very candidly about how um, multiple times she contemplated suicide because of just how her life were, was going. 
Um, and to be fair to to the woman, she's had enough um, happen in her life that she could fill several movies, um, not just the the one that she actually got uh, produced by The Rock, uh, which is uh, I think it's called Fighting with My Family. Uh, great film if you if you if you want to kind of know more about her backstory. Um, so when you mentioned about uh, Paige's injury uh, and what it would be like if Paige was still around as a wrestler, I thought it makes more sense to to turn the clock back a little bit more than than just the injury. I think uh, she had issues um, in in about the year or so leading up to that. Um, so I wanted to to kind of. Uh, uh, give a little bit of a thought on on what would happen if uh, if we went back to say um, twenty sixteen uh, when she started having uh, the issues with her personal demons. She had the the toxic relationship with Alberto Del Rio, uh, the the leaking of a of a nudes. I want I wanted to kind of brush all that aside um, because um, when she came into the the WWE. Um, she was almost like the like you mentioned it. She was the the preemptive uh, um, kind of change before the four horsewomen came along, um, before uh, she arrived and, and beat AJ Lee for, for the 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 Davis towel. The the women were were still in in the three five minutes slower than molasses, essentially piss break match uh, era. Um, for for as popular as uh, as the people like the the Bellas were, they were getting a lot of ring time. It was all about the looks and about uh, pushing um, tall divas and tall Bellas. Um, she pages the prototypical female wrestler who knew how how to go in the ring and was was supremely talented. Um, so I I think um, that if you look at uh, Paige now in 2022 she was still she's still only 29 years old that's younger than all of the four horsewomen the only one who's close to her is uh is uh sasha banks who i think is about six or seven months um older than her but the likes of becky i think she's 34 charlotte's 34 um uh bailey's like 32 so with all that experience, I mean, you're talking 16 years of wrestling experience. She's still younger than the four horsewomen now, which is just absolutely uh, mind-blowing. So, That's insane. I, I know you considered it. I mean, it's, it's, it's obvious now you say it, but mm-hmm. as you say, because because of all that experience and how long she's been around, you just you just forget. I mean, 29 years old, it's just... it's. I thought I honestly thought she was older than that. It's just absolutely mind blowing. Yeah. So considering all that, um, I think that that Paige would be front and center of the women's division right now. She would be, uh, she would be the Becker, or she would be the Charlotte in terms of uh, of of star power. Uh, people absolutely loved her. Um, she was different. She was new. She was refreshing. Um, so I think if we're going with the the same kind of mindset that there's no four horsewomen and Paige is involved, uh, I think we're essentially going the same route that you went uh, in that we've got five four horsewomen. We may not be calling them horsewomen, but but her, Becca, Charlotte, Bailey, Sasha, I think the majority or the the major storylines uh, with with the women's uh, division re- re- revolve around those five, and I think the 
they intertwine and to really kind of rubber stamp what uh, the, the position I think that Paige will be in, I think she will be pushing Charlotte um, hard in the battle to be the most decorated champion in 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 the WWE um, women's division. Uh, Charlotte now obviously we're pushing Ric Flair's numbers. Uh, I don't think she would be as close to that now, and I think Paige will be will be pretty much neck and neck uh, with her in in terms of titles. And then for a final kind of uh, point, I'd really like your thoughts on this one. I think Paige would be involved in the first ever women's match to headline a WrestleMania. I think I agree. I mean, obviously, the, 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 the way I thought about mine, I didn't think about Paige and the four horsewomen at the same time. But I think you're absolutely right. If if they do coexist at the same time, essentially if Paige doesn't get injured, but the four horsewomen do exist, I think she is up there with them. Her her debut was insane. Like mm-hmm. what go 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 back and watch that on YouTube. It's it's, it's an amazing I, moment. It, I I actually did in uh, in to to kind of uh, refresh my memory about what went on. I watched that and I watched the debut of uh, of the three of the four women. And going back, yeah, it's it's mind blowing the pops that that these people got. These were were hot and and we now have a WWE where they kind of don't acknowledge uh what happens in NXT. This crowd knew everybody coming up from NXT. As soon as those kind of uh, theme tunes hit, the crowd were on fire. It was uh it was phenomenal to watch. It was a great time. Um oh yeah she she is just supremely talented. She she'd have great stories with all four of those those women. Mm-hmm. And the, the two things that tell me how highly rated page page is I mean, you know the debut aside um the fact she's still hired to wwe given how callous and ruthless that company is in cutting contracts mm-hmm. and she's been injured for again you probably know the years better than me but she's been injured for a good number of years now but it's five years uh in december insane but she's still contracted the company um mm-hmm. he- heavily rumored of course to to be in the Royal Rumble this weekend, but but that might just be rumours. Um, and the movie, and basically, basically the backing of The Rock. Yeah. I mean that that, that um, how much is that? How much is that worth to a to a wrestler to have the have that much backing from from one of the greatest to ever do it? Um, so I, I think. If she'd still been active and that movie launched, geez, the, the the there's no limit to her potential. Yeah, and, and it, it, that's an interesting um, point you made about how the company uh, have have kept her employed. Um, and 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 you think about the 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 ruction she causes as well. Uh, quite rightly so, in terms of uh, uh, of. Um, the, the wrestlers being treated fairly. I mean, she was front and centre about the uh, the whole issue with uh, with the Twitch uh, and uh, wrestlers not being allowed to to have a Twitch in in their wrestler name. She was the one making making huge noise about it, and because she wasn't a wrestler, she'd be the easiest one to to kind of like shuffle uh, out the door. Um, so I I feel that maybe the WWE are looking at Paige. Kind of like the way they did with Daniel Bryan. 
where the hope is he will come back or he, there, uh, he could be medically cleared uh, enough to, to wrestle. Because like I said, she's only 29 years old. She, she could still have a, a decade of a career if she gets cleared. It's yep. And yet she's already had 16 years of, of wrestling experience before that. It's, it's phenomenal. Um, it's mad. So, mm. and, and think about what you just said there. They did that for Daniel Bryan, one of the greatest wrestlers in, in a lot of people's minds, the greatest wrestler ever to do it. They did it for Edge. These are the mm-hmm. these are the kind of people Corey, we're talking about. R- rumors are Corey Graves uh, has, yeah. has been cleared as well. So, so um, the fact that she's she's been treated in the same uh, same regard and at the same level of as Daniel Bryan is uh it just tells you everything about her mm-hmm. and 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 the plans WWE had for her career and maybe still do yeah i i i do think that the they're working to or at least trying to to get to a point where she can wrestle again i really do that'd be an amazing moment it certainly certainly would uh but yeah that's uh, essentially my dive into the force women and, and page have you got any any other uh, points you'd like to cover no, I enjoyed. I enjoyed that. You said you struggled, but that, I thought that was really interesting. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it, the page stuff came pretty easily. The the four horsewomen stuff. I just couldn't get past the mindset that these are four of the best women wrestlers in the world, and even if they didn't link up as a, a group, I think they still become four of the best women's wrestlers in the world. Yeah, yeah, they, I think they do. Right, I'm going to give you a rapid fire, rapid fire fantasy booking. Oh, Literally, you're only. Lord, man. You're, you only have to say a name, right? Okay. So it's, it's uh, influenced by how you went about uh, went about uh, about this topic. So the four horsewomen, they 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 do still exist as wrestlers, and they come up, but they're not interlinked. So okay. they can't they can't feud with each other. So who would Charlotte feud with? Who would like their career feud? Who would Charlotte's be? Who would Becky's be? Who would Sasha's be? And who would Bailey's be? Okay. So um, um, Charlotte, I think would be Asuka. I think yeah. they've had, they've had some phenomenal, phenomenal matches. Um, they have some real show stealers. Um, Bailey. Hmm. I think she's going to be the hardest to, to perhaps book. Because and I can't even explain why, really. That I, I think she's going to be. Hard. So I'm. I'm just going to keep Bailey on the back burner for now. Um, Sasha, um, perhaps Eoshira, maybe. Uh, Ooh, that'd two, be nice, wouldn't it? Well, two of the most technically gifted um, women's wrestlers that that we've ever seen i mean i will take to my grave that i think sasha banks is technically the best uh of the four horsewomen uh in the ring agreed the, the thing she can do is phenomenal yeah. um so we've got uh becca and and bailey still to go so becca um let's go with alexa bliss um i think um I think the the matches that Becky and Alexa have had have been really, really good. Um, kind of um, similarish styles, kind of similarish hearts as well. So um, yeah, I'll go with them. Bailey, Bailey's a tough one. Hmm, who would be Bailey's? 
career feud because she, she's so inextricably linked to Sasha. Yeah. I mean, uh, as much as uh, Becky and Charlotte linked together, Bailey and Sasha are so linked that that you see them wrestling every year. Can't they, they remind me of Sammy and uh, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, where they yeah. will fight forever against each other. Um, but she does need a feud. Uh, see, while you're thinking. Going back, going back to what you said, all four of them make it, and and uh, and you know, steel sharpening steel. I, I think, I think Becky and Bailey don't. Really, uh, I, don't, I don't think, I don't think they make it to the top. We we, we said about, we said about Becky's big. No, no, um, no um, I, I don't, um, I don't think that these would be in the same positions that they are now. And right, if, okay. if, if the four horsemen were a group, I'm not saying that these wrestlers would be Becky wouldn't be the man and the face of the company. Bailey wouldn't be um the the role model. Um, but I think they'd still be big stars. Yeah. Uh, I just don't think that they wouldn't be at the the hearts that they're at now. I think they're that they're that second tier, the the Embers, the Shainers, the, the Naomi's, I think. Uh, which oh, ba- that's a good one. Bailey and Ember Moon. That's a Oof. good feud. Yeah. Mm. I really like Ember Moon. I think she's so super talented. Yeah, she's yeah. she's incredible. She's released now, isn't she? I bel- is she? Yeah, did she get released? That's ridiculous. Yeah, I think she did. You're out. I mean, there were yeah. so many of them. It's easy yeah. to miss, but uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure she was in uh, one of the long lists. Yeah, that's uh, that's ridiculous because she was su- and saddled with the, the, the crappy kind of vampire gimmick as well and still made it work. Well, yeah. the werewolf, the werewolf style We're, gimmick, werewolf kind of thing. That yeah. Didn't really get much past an idea in a Titantron <laughs> video, did it? <laughs> um, I'd have, um, I'd, I'd pair Bailey with with Alexa. Okay, so um, who just, would Becky have then? Who would be, who would Becky have? Oh, that's a that's a difficult one, isn't it? I mean, Becky Maybe. versus Shayna Baszler would be a great. Feud. Oh, wouldn't it? Yeah, you've nailed it there. As long as they don't bat each other's necks, that's that. That was ridiculous. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, Becky and Shayna would be incredible. Yeah, I can't well, do Becky, better than Becky, Becky's another one though who you could pin with Asuka, and they'd have a a, a really good feud. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, Becky. I'm I'm switching man to Becky and Shane, I think that works better and, and Bailey and uh, Bailey and Alexa Bliss. So I'm stealing That's yours. <laughs> That's good. I think Bailey, Bailey and Alexa they'd work both particularly when Bailey is the the happy hugger and Alexa was the was the brat. The, the yeah. That's that, a, that, that's a good kind of uh dichotomy of character work. Yeah. And and then oh. it would work it would work again with Alexa being the fiend and Bailey still being the uh, the, the hugger, it, a completely different dynamic, but still would work. So really I, well. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw the question back at you. Um, if Paige hadn't been injured and hadn't uh, had to step away from wrestling, who would be Paige's career feud in the WWE? Oof. Horsewomen included, or it can't be horsewomen. It, it it can be whoever you are. In my scenario, the horsewomen aren't a thing, but they are wrestlers. In your scenario, yeah. they just they just didn't exist. <laughs> and you can't say Caitlin. That's a cop. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it was Caitlin. That'd be a, that'd just be a dream. Um, 
I, I could see Paige and Becky. Okay. Interesting. I just think that they, they, they have kind of styles that are rougher around the edges that would that would complement each other nice and make for some really, I think some some matches that that, that pushed at the boundaries a bit, pushed pushed at pushed at the rules, particularly things like when the women were going through the first ever Hell in a Cell and the first ever TLC, and they were ticking off all those things that pretty much in a calendar year, wouldn't they? With Paige and Paige and Becky doing that, I think would be pretty ferocious. Yeah, good, good pick. Uh, for me, I think I, I would have liked to have seen a, a, a long-term feud with Paige and uh, Natalia Nara. Yeah. I mean, Natty gets a lot of grief, um, but I think she is so dependable. She's so consistent and she's so good at, at wrestling that uh, her just working with Paige and, and allowing Paige to, to wrestle the way she wants to be able to keep up with her, I think that'd be a, a great feud. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, she played, uh, Natalia played a massive part in in nurturing those mm-hmm. those women. She went down to NXT and yeah. and fought with them, essentially essentially training them uh via via real matches. Mm-hmm. Um you can yeah you can. I, I d I don't I don't I don't know why she gets grief at all. I think she's excellent. Mm. I, I I I I think she's so underrated it's it's unreal. She's uh she's a Hall of Fame level wrestler for me. Absolutely. And again, someone who's stayed, who's remained contracted for all that time shows you that, okay, maybe Vince makes her do fart gimmicks now and again, but uh, I think he probably... He's, he probably uh, that's because he's a fucking idiot. He's an idiot, but he probably does think the world of her as a wrestler. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, cause, like I said, because of the, the dependability. Yeah. Yeah, and when you're dependable, you, uh, you've got a job for life there. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. So yeah, that that essentially wraps it up for the for this week. Um, all that's left is for for me to give a topic. Um, oh, I forgot about this bit. Looking forward to this. <laughs> I so, always forget about this bit. I actually, I want to switch it up a little bit. Oof. So we're still going to go with a what if, uh, but I want the approach to be a little bit different. So don't don't make me fantasy book. I can't fantasy. I can write fan fiction, but not not fantasy. But <laughs> so my question is: What if wrestling was real? So kayfabe, kayfabe isn't a thing, and it's essentially the the best wrestler wins. But I don't want you. That's that is a, a massive wormhole to dive down. So the way I want to approach it is I want you to, or I want us to book each champion in the, in each each of the companies and, and give a little bit of a reason why that person is the best. Using the current so, roster, yeah? So current rosters, uh, current roster of SmackDown, I want um, a men's champion and a women's champion. Raw, same. NXT, same. AEW, same. Um New Japan, uh, I want to do. Um, what I mean, shall we go Noah? I mean, I don't really know a lot of Noah, but you we could to, go Noah. 
if you want to bash a Noah, I'll throw in my Noah um, two pennies worth. So, definitely. So, yeah. so Raw, SmackDown, uh, NXT, AEW, uh, New Japan, and Noah. I want um, the titles uh, to be dished out. Just uh, the main titles. Obviously, with New Japan, they've got 400 titles. So, it'd just be like a, a, the heavyweight and 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 well, yeah, it'd just be the one heavyweight title. But yeah, so the I want to book all of the champions as if kayfabe wasn't a thing. I love that. I love that topic. That's brilliant. I'll also get to pick your brains next next week as well. Mentioning Noah because they've they've got um, Sakuraba, who is apparently really brilliant at UFC. But I was going to pick your brains on whether he actually was or not, or whether that's commentator. Uh, you know, beefing him up, bigging him up. Yeah, well, if if he's in your pick next week, I'm sure we can we can we can talk about him. Oh, I love the topic, really do. Yeah, I thought we'd change it up a bit uh, instead of because obviously we got told off by Ray for our ridiculous uh, um, fantasy uh, uh, booking of, of Triple H and Stephanie's career. I thought we'd mix <laughs> it up. We can't get into trouble for this one, surely. Hopefully not. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm got, hopefully uh, Ray will be here next week to, to give us uh, uh, his opinions and tell us that we're wrong uh, and why we are wrong. Uh, but yeah, that's a, that's essentially the show. Time for time for your favourite part of the week, sir. Love it. Yeah, um, I really enjoyed that one. It, it was it was a it was a tough one. Um, I found it tough. My, my, my spider legs weren't going anywhere, but uh, but it was it was good. I hope I hope you in. Hope everyone enjoyed listening to it. Um, and uh, if you've got any thoughts on on what would happen in in either of mine or Magsy's scenarios, please drop them on uh, on Twitter uh, at at Podfather Mags and at Rain Counter because we love we love hearing mm-hmm. your ideas and your thoughts and and how you perhaps disagree with us. Maybe think we're talking nonsense. Um, we love hearing all that. So so hit us up there on Twitter. Um, obviously. Uh, we're back. We're back with episodes every single Thursday. So next Thursday, we'll uh, we'll be doing that excellent topic that Magsy just picked. I can't wait. I can't wait to get there. Uh, best way to make sure you get that in your in in your ears is to go over to your podcast provider of choice, find Cheershot Radio Network, and subscribe there. Also, an abundance of excellent podcasts all through all through the week over there greg demarco show freeman freeman weave bandwagon nerds we've got magsy doing uh five rounds pod uh mm-hmm. believe some 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 big ufc news happened this week um yes, so you're gonna have to run over there and find out what it is um or find out his take on it i'm sure you already know what it is i don't know what it is but he <laughs> <laughs> but i know that i know there was ufc happening um what a, is a ufc what is a ufc a change in attitudes over there with magsy again magsy's over on radio techers so go and uh follow that on uh, youtube um yeah he's, he's he's everywhere over on um uh visionaries visionaries of help me out with the name global media as well he's over there he's everywhere go follow go follow them all i am am everywhere too many everywheres (laughs) i of course am exclusively here on thursdays on on chairshot radio networks you can only find me here and i'm sure you're glad of that um (laughs) 
If uh, you're looking for some cool merch, some cool t-shirts, head over to Pro Wrestling Tees forward slash The Chair Shot. Um, loads of cool designs over there. Help us pay the bills. Keep 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 the uh, podcast running smoothly. Um, be much appreciated. Um, and yeah, I think that's I think I think that's everything. So until next Thursday, um, have a great week. Stay safe and always use your head. Uh, take care, everyone. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.